Welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary, on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn. And I'm Katie Glenn. And we're delighted to have you back with us. We're going to resume our session about how to be supportive of your spouse. We went through uh, areas one through five about two weeks ago, and now we're going to go through areas six through ten. But before we continue, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for this time together. Thank you for the couples that are represented out there and the couples that are thinking, contemplating, even getting married. And we ask, Lord, your grace and your provision over them. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to bless this ministry and bless the couples that hear it. We ask your presence in our, all of our marriages. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, we're going to jump right into it. We may do a little review here, areas one through five, but that'll be brief, and then we're going to go into areas six through ten on how to support your spouse. Okay, great. Let's get started. Um, the first five areas were, number one was practice active listening. Number two was be more aware of your overreactions. Number three was love your spouse for who they are. Uh, number four was work on yourself. And number Amen. five was to be more empathetic. So those are the first five that we went through. As we move on to uh, number six, which I think is a really good one, it's remember that you are a team. Yes. Remember, it's you, you and us against the world. <laughs> I used to hear that saying a long time ago. But just remember that you're a team and you're in this together. You have each other's backs no matter what happens. Amen. And, uh, you know, and don't, um, sometimes you can forget to remind your partner that's, you know, we're a team and that we're working yeah. together. Yeah, I think sometimes we lose the team concept. If you look at any team, whether it's a, whether it's a sports team or whether it's a, uh, singing group, sometimes people lose that chemistry and they lose that feeling of being a team and you got folks that want to go solo or want to go uh, like, you know, hey, I'm the star. And But we all work collectively as a team. Nobody can win this thing by themselves. We need the three. You, me, and Jesus. Yes. In order to make this marriage work and make it work effectively. Um, we're, Katie and I are celebrating our 34th anniversary today as we film this lesson, and we could not have made it without teamwork. Right. Um, that's one area where I can absolutely say we believe in it wholeheartedly, and we kind of do pretty well in that area. We, it has we, worked out very well. Yeah, we function as a team very, very well. You know, we support each other, we back each other up, and... Uh, you know, that's not always easy because sometimes, uh, you know, there's a tendency to want to go your own way, to be a, this rugged individualist uh, out there and do your own thing. But the teamwork actually helps marriage and it helps right. marriage to be stronger and more cohesive. Right. And become unified when you're together. You're a unifying uh, unit then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The team concept always works better we, right. we many hands make the work lighter so we function as a team together uh, number uh, seven is really good in terms of it talks about giving your spouse space mm. and that means um, you know it's in, it's always encouraging to uh, 
uh, encourage time apart in a romantic relationship. Research shows that um, the phrase absence makes the heart grow fonder is true. You don't need to spend time apart uh, on a daily basis, but um, you can do that you know, when it's the right time so that you can find that, that right balance. Um, you know, give them time to uh, practice self-care. Yeah. You take care of yourself. Um, so having your partner, you know, spend time maybe seeing other friends or, uh, you know, go grab a cup of coffee or go out to exercise or, um, you know, just to maybe see some friends again. Well, it's whatever you do. I mean, right. I, I think that it's going to be different for all of us. All of us right, do something. Have different tastes, different likes, different mm -hmm. um, hobbies. Yeah, all of us do something different and, mm -hmm. and embedded within that, 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 that couple uh, space giving is the fact that, you know, there's going to be things that you enjoy that maybe I don't really enjoy, but I'll right. do it. So sometimes, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, sometimes I have a uh, couple daughters and they'll say, Mom, Dad, you want to go shopping? And I'm thinking, nah, <laughs> I don't really want to go shopping. Uh, now, I will go if it's a moment where, like, I have a daughter that lives out of town and we don't, we're not always all together. And if it's a, one of those situations where, okay, this is an opportunity for us all to be together, then I'll go. But most of the time, I'll just say, hey, why don't the ladies go shopping and I'll just do something else because I think that's good girl time and I right. think uh, my wife has a sister, she's got other friends and sometimes uh, shopping is not something that uh, is on the top of my meter. It's not on the top <laughs> of my scale of the things that I really want to do. So, you know, I think it's healthy to have those times when you do something right. differently and then there's also times, now we're, we're going to emphasize you know, we don't want you to become so independent of each other that you kind of lose contact with each other. We're not right. talking about that. Right. Right. We're talking about healthy spacing of your relationship where you're able to uh, do the things that you do. Maybe it's bike riding. Maybe it's uh, playing tennis. I don't know what it is but for you, but uh, it, it, there's something that you probably do that your spouse is uh, probably not going to engage with you in that. So it's okay to have those type of moments where you separate out and do something. And again, it's good to check back in to see how everything is going. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and check in. This doesn't mean, you know, what you did that particular day or who you ran into or, you know, the, the adventure that you went on. But to check and see if the relationship is okay. Yeah. You think, it, so you think it's healthy for, you? I mean, do you think it's... Uh, healthy for couples to create that kind of space to have that yes, kind of... Yes, absolutely, because sometimes you just, sometimes you just want to be alone yeah. in your own thoughts or you want to think out something which you just, you know, want to be by yourself or it's again, like you said, it's just something that you love to do. Mm -hmm. uh, your spouse is not crazy about it, you know, give your spouse that opportunity to do that. And it just makes, you know, you feel lighter and just it's healthy. Well, how about the it's coming? Very healthy. See, for us, how about the coming back together? Uh, when you actually miss that person, and then you come back together, man, that, those are enjoyable times when right. you see each other at the end of the day, and you mm -hmm. haven't seen each other all day, and it's like right. then oh, you have man. a lot to talk about your yeah. adventure, or who you ran into, or anything like that. So it's good to have that time away. And honestly, because I just recently retired, we're still working on that. We're yeah. still working out that dynamic. What is that good balance of? Uh, enough mm -hmm. time of being together, 
uh, and enough time to sort of uh, have in our own individual space. So uh, you as a, a couple thing. need to work that out. You <laughs> need to work those situations out. Okay, number eight is apologize when you're wrong. See, it's not as easy to admit when you're wrong, but it's important when you're trying to uh, be more supportive of your spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, whether um, uh, you broke a promise or you didn't do something you said you were going to do, you know, you need to show your partner that you are capable of owning your own mistakes. Yes. So learn to apologize. Yeah, that comes hard for some people. You know, uh, not I don't know if it's a pride issue. I don't know if it's uh, just an issue of uh, the way they, you know, sometimes it's the way a person was raised. They didn't hear a lot of I'm sorry's or, right. you know, would you please forgive me? They didn't hear a lot of that. So mm -hmm. they don't, they're not good at kind of delivering it to their spouse. But I'm sorry or I apologize goes a long way towards restoring a relationship that has been uh, bent or damaged right. uh, by an event uh, or a circumstance. Then you, feel, you feel better once you apologize because you've gotten that that weight is just hanging on your heart and you know you need to apologize you just have to you know gird up your strength like you put away the pride mm -hmm. and just say I'm sorry for what happened is there anything you need to apologize to me for no okay that settles that <laughs> That's right. we're good that settles we're that uh, no I believe in apologies okay. and I think uh, if more people did it we'd have healthier relationships absolutely, uh, absolutely. now the lack of apologizing yeah. When we go into that, that's not good. No. Uh, because what it signals to your spouse is that, you know, you're not you're not caring. And right. you know, and sometimes you may I mean there's times when you may have to apologize for something that maybe you didn't intend. Right. Or maybe it wasn't meant to, to play itself out the way it did. But I still think it's good to take the high road in those situations and mm -hmm. just say, Okay, uh, you know, I if I offended you, let's 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 make this right. Right, exactly. that's the goal of the relationship. To make it make right. it right at all times. So far as it's up to you, the scripture says, "Live at peace." Amen. Live at peace. So far as it's up to you, do all you can. Peace is a wonderful thing. It is beautiful. Shalom, <laughs> really is. shalom, peace. Okay, number nine is put the phone down. Put your phone down. Quit scrolling the internet. You know, show your, uh, pay more attention to your spouse without, you know, having that gadget in your hand. Um, because sometimes when you're using that, that gadget, you're uh, taking away time from your spouse. You forget to, you know, you set aside time to talk to your spouse or interact because, you know, you're so busy on that phone. Um, show them what they, what they have to say is much more important than what's on your phone screen. I'm sorry, so, what were you saying? <laughs> so yeah, so put that put that phone down. Yeah, you know, that has hurt many a relationship because when the phone becomes more important than the fellowship, then we're in, we're in a little bit of trouble. Uh, I think- And let me tell you, it's not just your phone, but right other in. technology, like your laptop or your computer, when you're just, you know, spending so much time between you and that and that piece device, of technology, yeah. that, device, that device, that you totally leave your spouse out. So, and I think that y your spouse doesn't want to come into second or third place to a device. I think uh, there needs to be a healthy boundary, uh, mm -hmm. and maybe and, and 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 things seems to show up at the most inopportune time when you're having a 
very rich discussion, when you're having even uh, some intense fellowship, which we call arguing, uh, you know, maybe you text people and say, look, uh, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be uh, sort of talking aside. Every time we do a broadcast, like right now, we're doing a broadcast, we text all our kids and we text everybody and say, look, we're going to be doing a broadcast for the next hour. Please don't text us, don't call, right. uh, because we're going to be busy. We're going to be tied up. Uh, maybe for dinner, for that dinner hour, mm -hmm. you want some private, peaceful time. Maybe it's 9 o'clock at night when you're going to bed and you want to discuss the day's events. Maybe it's early in the morning. Put the device down. Uh, right. Let that device have its place, and it's not first place at all. It's second, third, fifth place, whatever it is. Right. But it's not. it doesn't rival your spouse, and it doesn't rival our time with God. Put that device down. Yes, yes, yes. And the last one is number 10, is help out when you can. If there's a, for instance, if there's a chore or something that your spouse hates to do, you do it. Hmm. You pick that up for them. Um, you know, could the car need an oil change? You can always, you know, take it to the dealership, the yeah. dealership and get your, get your oil changed. Um, you can also provide small, meaningful gestures like, you know, picking up maybe their favorite wine on the way home or uh, surprise them with a favorite homemade dinner. Uh, you know, these little things have the biggest impact. Most little things have yeah, the biggest absolutely. impact. And um, the show that you're, you're showing your partner that you're willing to support them, you know, even in the smallest things. You know, I remember a situation, this happened many years ago. Our kids were small. And I was out of town and I was coming back from out of town. I think I had gone to Alliance, Ohio to see my sister. I, I believe that was the trip. And my wife and daughters didn't go. And when I got home, uh, I read this note and said, Honey, I'm at the, uh, at the grocery store and I'll be back soon. And I thought, well, I can put my feet up on the couch. I'm just coming back in from, you know, a, a night. It wasn't, it wasn't a long drive. It's only an hour drive. But I thought, well, why don't I go to the grocery store? She may need some help. She's got the kids. She's got this bag. I get into the grocery store, and I see my wife in line with uh, we, had, we had our two young girls at the time. And one of my daughters needs to use the restroom. And here I see this look on my wife's face, and she sees me, and she's like shocked to see I'm, I'm walking in the grocery store. And I said, everything okay? She says, no, she needs to go to the restroom. I said, okay, I'll take her. I grabbed her and we went to the restroom, which was in the store. And she went through the line and we got bagged up the groceries and got home. And I thought, now, what if I would have just stayed on the couch? It was great just to follow up and, and, and help out. Help out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes do a little extra. Uh, that's what I have to remind myself to do as a guy. I have to remind myself that hey, maybe I need to do something that's a little out of the way, a little out of the ordinary, and do a little extra. And that. And I have to say, I have to do that as well. Yeah. You know, it's not just a guy thing, but, you know, you can think of little things you can do for your spouse that you know that they will really uh, be appreciative of. Well, that, that incident at the grocery store many, many years ago taught me something because here my wife is trying to bag groceries, check out, and uh, somebody needs to go to the bathroom. And so just being there <laughs> for that moment 
really saved a lot of stress and a lot of aggravation. So it's like we can help out in little ways. Pick up mm -hmm. your clothes, mm -hmm. wash the dishes if you see them in the dish rack uh, or in the dish in the, in the, the uh, sink. sink. What do some do a load of laundry? Uh, you know, I thought at one point that uh, you know I couldn't do laundry. I mean, I not that I wouldn't do laundry. I didn't think I could do it without messing the clothes up. But I've got better and better now. I do yeah. laundry so. Do a little something, something to help out with right. your spouse and make the load lighter. So, basically, this can be, it, it doesn't happen overnight, that these, these things that we've suggested that you do. But if your spouse sees that you're trying, yes. boy, does that make a difference in the relationship. Um, support is critical for a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And so, the more you show it, the happier you both will be. Marriages go better when people feel supported. Uh, families are stronger. Uh, and, mm -hmm. you know, you think about anything in your life as couples where you felt supported, where you felt encouraged, where you felt buffered up. You know, that's what support does for a marriage. Right. Now, as we conclude this lesson, I want to go into something and encourage you as couples. Uh, we're in the middle of summer. We're on August 6th, and uh, summer's kind of waning down. Uh, we're, we're in the hot, lazy days of summer. But we want everybody out there that listens to this broadcast to really, we want to encourage you to really, really think about how I'm going to go through the next season of my marriage. Whether that season is from now till winter, till Christmas, whether it's the next year, developing a plan, a five-year plan. Think about where, what's what's my marriage going to look like. Uh, we, we we have those conversations with each other all the time as we talk about you know mm -hmm. what's our marriage looking like right now. What's the state of our marriage, uh, and what's what do we want it to look like, and what what can what are some of the ways that we can get to the place we want to get to right. in our marriage. And <laughs> we start with prayer, but after prayer, we we there's some tangible things that we need to do that really uh, help a marriage. Yeah, and you can go back over the lessons that we've already taught just mm -hmm. to get like a reminder, refresher. That That's always a good thing to do. Yeah, marriage is so important to us and marriage is valuable. We want marriages to be successful. We want them to be uh, forever. Pardon me? Did we talk about August? No, we did not. Okay. Thank you, my dear. I'll let you talk about that. Well, we're going to take a break for the 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 rest of the month of August, and we'll be coming back in September. So that, because we're, you know, it's vacation time for everyone, and uh, we need a little space to get some things done. So this will be the last broadcast until... Well, August 28th is our yeah. comeback date. August yeah. 28th, that's, uh, that'll be our, our, that'll be three weeks from now. So we'll be coming back then. So until then, we want your marriage to be absolutely fabulous and sensational. sensational.